Oh, my dearest darling, you're back. Don't lie. Moments before recording, listeners, I was called a swamp hog. (laughs) I hate to disappoint you, Zelda, but you were not the dearest darling I was referring to. (laughs) I was talking to the listener. (laughs) Hello, dearest darling one. It's so nice to have you back in the sty with the swamp hog (laughs) and its trainer, me. (laughs) I don't like this picture very much at all. Oh, hello everyone. My name is Lacey Susan. And my name is Zelda Moon. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your hog sound? Well, it's a swamp hog, so it's like just peeking its little snout up above the swamp waters. Mm. (laughs) Gasping for air with its hog snout. You know? Wow. You do know. Oh, my God. (laughs) I suppose I would. Have you been to a swamp? Yes. Well, I've been to New Orleans. Mm. Or Nolens, as they tell you to say it, but then you never do again because you sound crazy. Yeah. Why would you say it like that? That's the, like, local parlance. Oh. Nolens. Nolens. This is is a very special episode, everyone. This is very... This is quite a monumental moment. For you, the listener, for us, the presenters, joining Lazy Susan and myself on this episode, I would like to welcome the artist formerly known as Benign Girl! (laughs) Hello! Here I am. She's back out of the chrysalis. Yes, I'm just peering my head out for a quick moment to come and chat with you two. That's right. You can always get a sister back in. It's very, you know, like Super Bowl. Mm. Beyonce has brought the girls back out. (laughs) We're going to shoot out of the bottom of the stage. The way that they like jump up and then land back down. Quite Mm. dramatic. Mm. It did look a bit. A tiny bit janky. Yes. But I think but the, hot. the jankiness informed the velocity at which they were traveling. <laughs> yes. True. If they landed too squarely, I'd be like, there's wires, something's mm, happening. True. Mm. Yeah, they actually had to have like Pilates. Yeah. You know, like they had the strength. Mm. I reckon that the day that they were rehearsing, they had it on half power, and then Beyonce walked past them and was like, take it to full. <laughs> But without letting them know. Michelle like, and Kelly will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep going. And she's like, I can't have them perfectly land out of that. <laughs> it's what informed Gaga's fall from the sky. Mm. She's like, I want to be like Michelle that time, except a bit higher. Well, she was going up to get the Michelle down from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that at the Drag Expo, they have a very specifically detailed fee for the balloon collection from the ceiling of the Melbourne Convention Centre. They're like, the $200 balloon collection fee from the ceiling. <laughs> oh, my Wait, God. Wait, what? This is just like the convention centre? Yes. Like, in, in the general. training manual. And they're like, oh. any helium balloon that makes its way to the 16-storey high ceilings will need to be collected by Dave, the balloon collector, and that will cost you $200. How do you think he does it? Cherry picker. Yeah. Why couldn't they just like shoot it with a gun or something? (laughs) Well, they would have back before Port Arthur. Oh my God. Howard put an end to balloon collection. What about a humble, you know, slingshot? That that Mm. could do the job with a little frozen pea. You think frozen peas just grow on trees? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. So this is your first public appearance since the Beastie Girls die in Mm. April. Mm Mm-hmm. What have you been doing with yourself? Well, I've just been living my life. 
And I have to say, I think about it quite regularly. I actually don't know how the fuck I used to have time Mm. to be a drag queen. Like, I'm just fucking, you know, busy, busy, busy. Like, it's like your life will fill the space of whatever container Mm. it's put in. And I think... (gasps) Like an octopus. Well, I'm unemployed at the moment. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> like an octopus. <laughs> uh, do you know 100% of octopuses are actually unemployed? I, yes. <laughs> well, not that one that was on the My Octopus Friend. What did he do? Well, he was a movie star. <laughs> my Octopus Friend. I don't think he was paid. I think that was... Mm. <laughs> How um, far can it dive into the Mariana Trench? That's what I want to know. <laughs> There's a really good website you should hear about. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, like as soon as you have more time, it's like suddenly it's eaten up. Mm. Mm. It's like the same as money as well. Mm. Like when you earn less money, you just like spend that much money and then you earn more money and then it just goes. Yeah, absolutely. Well. And drag is the fund yeah. sucker. Great place to spend money. God damn it. <laughs> On absolute trash. Yeah. It's very... um not eco-friendly, right? Drag is an environmental disaster. (laughs) (laughs) It's an affront to the world. It is the Mm. least natural thing. Think about glitter on its own. Mm. All the hair you're wearing is just made out of plastic that will outlive us all. Every little thing, like the eyelashes, like they come in a plastic thing that you just like throw. The like nails come in plastic. The like everything is like plastic, 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 plastic. And also then... You're expected to wear a different outfit every time mm. you appear. Otherwise, you what? get. <laughs> <laughs> Which we thankfully resist to prove a point. And that's why I don't always wear that. We're environmentalists. Yes. <laughs> um, and then shoes. And, you know, it's like everything is mm. so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Confetti cannons. There's this difference between wearing clothes from, like, if you wore, I don't know, AliExpress clothes in your everyday life, you would feel guilty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But. When you wear AliExpress on stage, You're- it's a sleigh. Yeah, you feel incredible. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like the most powerful woman on the face of the planet. Oh my God. Last week at the viewing party of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under season three. Oh God. I was sitting opposite <laughs> Zelda on the stage and I was just sitting there watching the episode. And then this like dress that I was wearing from AliExpress or something like that <laughs> just was like... <laughs> And split <laughs> the entire zip split, and like it didn't. Nothing happened at the front, but it was like quiet, like an avalanche behind the scenes. And I looked at Zelda, <laughs> and I was like, and then she just looked at me and was like, yeah. And I was like, no, I mean, that. and she was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, my zip, bitch. <laughs> I knew what you were saying from the first moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we we discreetly got her a jacket. Get me out of here. Get yeah. me out of here. Escorted her through the crowd mm. and uh, did some fine tuning out back. Yeah. Okay. The thing that happened this week. Yes. Oh? I woke up on Monday morning yeah. and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Because I could feel and like it had permeated my dreams. This was how intense it was. I could feel that my dick was on fire and it was like dying and itchy and awful. <gasps> okay. So I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then you had a wet you... dream. <laughs> Finally, I'm, <laughs> I'm becoming a man. <laughs> but for context, you haven't been with your partner for a few weeks at this point. Yes. And not at all. Therefore, no sexual activity. Wait. 
Okay, so. <gasps> no, 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 no. So. Oh, here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> so then I pull back the sheets and like it's. <laughs> I'm going to say like, so I pulled back the foreskin yeah. and it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled back my, you know, 10,000 thread count Egyptian <laughs> cotton sheets. And um, it's like red and on fire and like it looks angry <gasps> angry angry like it looks like a cooked lobster oh, <laughs> fucking hell. sorry to be so graphic to everyone i'm sorry okay but then i immediately text my boyfriend Kurgen, and i'm like i have just woken up because he'd sent me like a, a photo of like his stroll to work walk and I was like, oh, my God. And he was like, I know. It's pretty beautiful up here. So, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, I know. The weather's lovely. And I was like, no, my dick. <laughs> so it was burning and stuff. Was it like recoiling or was it? You know, recoiling? Like, was it like, you know, sometimes it's like it's hurting so much that it's like trying to shrivel back inside? <laughs> or was it like just mm. normal? Just flopping <laughs> there and burning at the same time. <laughs> you could be a nurse. You should have been at the the MSHC. Um, so no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't characterize it as recoiling. Oh, okay. Um, but you would as flopping. Flopping. <laughs> it wasn't throbbing. It was like stingy throbby. Jesus Christ. Mm. I well, okay. So this is it. This is the vulnerability. This is the yeah. fucking thing that you all asked for. But then I'm like, I don't know that this is quite what the people asked for. But go on, darling. So then I'm like, I need to go and so i rush to the mm. melbourne sexual health clinic oh no and then i am like ding ding pretending to be normal you know putting in my details which i will say is a little side thing you know when you go to the melbourne sexual health clinic there's like there's the touch screen fill in mm. your details and you're like touch screen feels like a choice mm. <laughs> <laughs> like why are we all touching the same screen um, <laughs> And then with these harlots, <laughs> I've got gonorrhea finger already. <laughs> uh, and there's no one wiping down that touch screen between uh-uh. touches. But it has those great pens with the little rubbery nib. Oh, is that Stylus. what that's for? Yeah, they're great. So it was the first time I'd been back to the MSCH. Um, MS, how do you spell it? MSHC. MS, yeah. yeah. Wait, can I just ask one more question? One more. <laughs> <laughs> what shade of red? Was it like... <laughs> I just need to, I need to know for like, I'm trying to understand the story is, was it like burning on the like outside or like in the inside? It was burning at the base. At the base? Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's. So like on the base, but like on the outside, like the skin at the base. Oh. Okay. Okay. Like a, like a, like a, like a turtle with like a (laughs) beer thingy around its neck. Oh. (laughs) Like chafed burning. So what I will say, <laughs> coming back to do the touch screen, the touch screen asks you all the questions <laughs> about your life. And it's yes. like, how many partners have you had in the last 12 months? Mm. How many, And every time I used to do that, it was like, well, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'll say 50 this time, but I don't know. It gets so specific. Yeah. Do you really think it's necessary for it to be that specific? I love it. I love it how invasive. It's, like, yeah. it's like that show Pod. 
You know, it's oh, like yeah. pods asking question <laughs> on the streets of the UK. And no, I hated it. Those questions. Because oh. it really does mm. feel like you're putting a little stamp on where you are at in your life. Mm. Oh, but then when you go into triage and the nurse is like, okay, so your top 10 guys, you bought them for 50. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah. so I'm just trying to narrow down here the possibilities. <laughs> well, because then it's like, do you have like a regular partner? Do you use a condom? And I'm like, I'm like no. And I'm like trying to be honest with the touch screen but I'm also like shamed and then it's like do you want to do the gonorrhea questionnaire and I'm like well I do have the time and then like you do all the additional little questions but this was so weird because it's the first time that I've been there after having like a partner Mm. and I was like touching that screen like just one partner (laughs) like looking around like waiting for my little award you know thinking I'd like this all this time this moment and then I was like you know and how many times would you have this person? Would you consider them to be a consistent partner? And I'm like, yes, I would. <laughs> Wedding bell. Yeah, I was like, ooh. And like, I kind of felt like the nurse was going to be like nodding at me, like, Robbie, congratulations. <laughs> anyway, so that didn't happen. But then I sit down. It's actually really fast. It was Monday morning, so it was quite good. Mm. Sometimes it's like three hours in Ugh, there. It's a nightmare. And I look across and there's like Bumper Love staring at me from the Star Observer <laughs> on the table. Oh, and it was oh. like, oh. <laughs> and then the triage nurse comes out and pulls me into the office and the young gay guy. And shout out to Joseph at MSHC. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he sits me down and he's like, so what's the situation? I'm like okay, so um, this, like, itchy red sensation has appeared on my <laughs> dick in the morning. And he's like, right. And I'm, he's like, and how many sexual partners do you have? And I'm like, one. And he's like, right. And I'm like, wait, he- didn't, can't he just read the touch yeah, screen survey? Yeah, why did you spend 10 minutes p- plugging it <laughs> in? Because that's not plugged into anything. That's just for shame. <laughs> 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 They're like, you have to go through the gauntlet yeah. of the touch screen. <laughs> yeah, that's just for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, so, and when did you last sleep together? And I was like, uh, well, he actually lives in Darwin. So we haven't slept together in a while. And he's like, and you haven't had sex with anyone else? And I was like, no. And he's like, Sir, this is the Melbourne Sexual Health Clinic. (laughs) And I was like, right. And he's like, can you think of any other reason why you might have a rash down there? And then I was like, that's a raven flashing back. Oh, my God. To like that Aesop body, geranium body leaf (gasps) thing that I'd like been like going to bed that night, like Angela Lansbury, like. (laughs) Touching your body to feel activated and then put it all over my body, including on my genitals, which I would not normally do. (laughs) Just like, oh, and then he was like, that would probably be it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, I don't think that we need to do anything else for you today. (laughs) I don't think we're going to bother a doctor with this. (laughs) And I was like, you know, that's that sounds fair. And he's like, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Did he look at it? No. Oh my god. So that's my story. And then it went away. Well, we're in the process now. That was yesterday. Oh. Benangro. As our very special guest this week, we want you to decide mm. how is the world going to end. That's a big responsibility. It is. I think the world is going to end by Bluetooth oversaturation. 
<laughs> like, it's going to hit a point where, like, like at the moment it's fine, but eventually so much of the signal will just start to, like, overpower and everyone will just start spasming and dropping dead. Yeah, okay. I could see that happening. Mm. So do you think our brains will melt out of our noses or what do you think? <laughs> I think it'll be more like you'll, like, fry. Mm. Like, you'll start vibrating and, like, your whole skin will just start, like, Melting and frying Like dropping off your bones Like so much radiation is like sizzling through your body That you're mm. Yeah it'd be like a day when they just turn on like a bunch of new Like iPhone 17 Yeah (laughs) Everyone's like air dropping and it's like (laughs) Stop sending that me. There's a threshold and once it crosses Yeah Yeah Yeah, The flesh just drops off I Mm. took a funny video of you Does it happen to all living creatures on earth? Yes. Okay. So I guess the bunker is going to have to be like Bluetooth proof. Oh, the bunker is everything proof. Okay. And we're also not going to have Bluetooth in the bunker. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going to have to plug the speaker in, Margaret. (laughs) No Yui Boom. (sighs) I don't like, um, remember back in the day how like there were the little ear things for Bluetooth? (laughs) Ew. The what? Like the little like... (laughs) Like the sp- the yeah. you speak on the phone yeah. with the yeah. How old are you? Shut up. <laughs> you know. Well, that's like I don't. I hope it's kind of like Apple Watch for me now. Mm. Just making a hundred percent sure that no one's reading. Oh, Apple oh no. <laughs> I don't like wearing a watch. I don't know. I don't want another time. And what, what do you think? Like, has anyone ever found out any valuable information from a watch? Like, I can read a text and like, so can I, sir. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, I know my heart rate. I'm like, why? <laughs> you don't need that information unless you're having a heart attack. In which case, you might have bigger fish to fry, darling. Like, what? One more thing with Bluetooth. Um, makes me think of like a Blackberry. Have you seen the trailer for that like Blackberry movie? Apparently, what? it's amazing. Blackberry oh my movie. God, the trailer is so cringerella. What's a Blackberry? What's the Blackberry movie? It's like about the crazy upstarts that made the Blackberry. Really? Yeah. It looks awful. Is Blackberry making a comeback or something? No, it's not. And so that's the thing about this film. It's like in a world where the Nike film and like the jobs film are like celebrating these amazing innovators. This is like telling the story of a brand that has now completely fucking died (laughs) and failed to innovate into obscurity. And so it's like, that's bad. That's what makes it good. It's kind of like a play on that genre. Mm. I think it's going to be great. You know, the ending. Do you know that Obama used to have like every Blackberry? Like he was just like, he refused to get off the Blackberry and transfer to iPhone. So they had to keep buying Blackberries because they just would break. Blackberry had that like weird little knob in the middle, right? Yeah. Was that Blackberry? Yeah. Mm. You know those laptops that used to have the little red little <laughs> dot in the middle that was somehow did everything a mouse could do? Yes. What's with that? Yeah, that with, was like, weird. like one micro movement from your little finger. I feel like that was a show off as well. Like it was like if you had that, it was yeah. like, oh, I've Ooh. got the knob. Yeah. So yeah. I never I never had a laptop growing up. But I don't think um, you know how triggering it is right now for you to talk about red little knob. <laughs> 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 but a friend of mine had it on his computer and we would play SimCity 2000. We would do it with that and it was really cool. But I also hated him for it because mm. I was jealous. Fair enough. But um, great way to go. Okay, let's take a break. Hey, 
time to dive into our very first quandary. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Mm. Our first topic for discussion tonight, mm. Benign Girl, oh. is porn. Mm. What porn is allowed in the bunker? Well, I thought you had already made up your minds about this. No, I said... If I go back. we. I said regarding bait bus uh-huh. that it would be meant for discussion. Mm. However, I did not say this is immediately in the bunker. However, uh-huh. we do need to discuss and decide whether, you know, obviously I, I think bait bus is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> How... Real is bait bus. A hundred percent lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think- I, like maybe the first, I was going to say episode, <laughs> the first like bait bus video might be real. Okay. So for those of you playing at home, <laughs> let me explain to you what the bait bus is. <laughs> so in, I think it's LA, <laughs> there is a very tinted bus <laughs> but they call they call it a bus it's actually a minivan yeah it's a minivan and the episode <laughs> of bait bus goes as such they drive the very tinted minivan up to a man strolling down the street inexplicably in la because <laughs> no one has ever walked down the street in la <laughs> they pull up to him and then they wind down the window and there's the cameraman and a gal with big tits yeah um <laughs> usually named crystal <laughs> and they're like Hey, buddy. And he's like, hey, guys, what's going on? And then he's like, this is Crystal. What do you think of her? And she's like, hey, big boy, what's <laughs> happening? And he's like, oh, yeah, she's all right. And he's like, what do you think of Crystal's boobs? And then she's like, I'd love to have a little fun with you. And he's like, yeah, here's the thing, my man. Like, we're making a porn video in the back of this car. So, like, why don't you come in and you can play around with Crystal for a little bit? And she's like, well, you want to do that? <laughs> and Crystal, like, you know, pulls her tits out and is like, what do you think? And then he's like, okay. And then he gets into the back, which is like a modified interior. So there's quite a lot of floor space and then just like one couch seat at the back. Yeah. And then like a little bit of a boot space behind that. And then Crystal's sitting on the couch next to the guy getting filmed. And then they're like, do you want to touch Crystal's like, tits and he's like yeah and then she's like i'll let you that's consent and then they're like okay well let's let's go to the next level do you want to like go to the next level and she's like yeah 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 well why don't you let crystal go down on you and he's like and then he's like but crystal's a kinky motherfucker so crystal wants you to wear a blindfold and then they blindfold whoever the fuck the guy is. And then from the back comes the boot gremlin. <laughs> and the boot gremlin is like... <laughs> Bottoms don't appreciate that nickname. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like usually this random redheaded gay guy. Mm. And he like is like... <laughs> and he <laughs> impersonates Crystal <laughs> and Crystal's goes down... On, yeah, mm. but Crystal sits behind the guy and he's like... You like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's there the whole time being like, oh, which I, oh. I mean, there's never been anything more empowering for like femme porn actresses to be like, you know what? You just come in the van. You don't have to do shit. Yeah. You just sit there and you just hang out for the day. Just come in the van and hang out. Doesn't she, I feel like if I'm not mistaken, doesn't the 
girl like usually start the blowjob and then no. oh no, crystal does not take by she'll touch the dick but mm. she will not put a lip to the dick true yeah anyway so then the like there's always a point and like you know this is finessed because you know obviously you don't want every episode to be the same but sometimes you know the guy will be like i just need to see her do it and like take off the <laughs> blindfold and then look down and they'll be like in f- the full light of the tinted window as they're driving, the little gremlin, and it'll be yeah. like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and a little Tyler. Yeah, and he'll be like, oh, what? No, man, I'm not gay. And then push off the gremlin, <laughs> and the gremlin falls back and he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, but like, what if you were? And then the guy's like, what do you mean? And he's like, what if we paid you a little bit more than we were going to pay you initially just to hook up with Crystal? But this time you're going to get $2,000 to hook up with Tyler. Yeah. Gremlin. And they're like, yeah, maybe. He's like, come on, wasn't that a good blowjob? You want to do it with Gremlin, Tyler. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, okay. And then cut to the full scenario. Yeah. They're still driving around the streets of LA mm. and, you know, Depending on the performance, yeah, like sometimes they're like really selling the like duality of being a straight guy who's not into it, but also like maybe having an awakening at the same time. But then the best part of the entire thing and the reason why the bait bus should be in the post-apocalyptic landscape is the ending, which is where oh, yes. they stop the car and they're like, hey, man, you did a really good job. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, whatever, man, I don't want to talk about it. And then they're like... <laughs> Um, just a sec, we're gonna um we're gonna quickly go back into this house here and we're gonna get you all cleaned up, get you a shower, and then we'll get you your cash. And they're like, Yeah, okay. And then the guy gets out and then Crystal's like, Bye, motherfucker. <laughs> and then they slam the door and they drive away. And it's so good. And like, you know, like some of them, the guy like inexplicably has like oranges that he was with. And then he's like throwing the oranges <laughs> at the band. You're like, damn it, babe, boss, you've done it again. <laughs> and it's just incredible. Oh my God. Um, is there like no seatbelt laws in America or something? <laughs> yeah, right. How have they not been Imagine. caught yet? Yeah. Like, mm. do you reckon that there's any branding on the bait bus? No. Or it's very discreet. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's like fully shot in a studio and there's just like yeah. <laughs> the rear projection happening <laughs> next to the, the first, first version of the volume was for Bait Bus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> an image. Growing up, okay. my favorite was Sean Cody, mm. which now is very basic. Like, it, it like wrote the. The basic book, basically. Mm. <laughs> um, and but growing up, I loved Sean Cody, and there was this one guy on Sean Cody who I do not remember the name of, and I remember emailing Sean Cody when I was like sixteen, being like, "I'm too young to have a credit card, but oh. I love this <laughs> guy. Could you just send me his videos?" <laughs> <laughs> and if you could imagine, they never responded. What? But like, <laughs> um, yeah, what a world. Oh, but I loved him. He was like a martial artist <laughs> and he had this incredible body. Have you seen that map? It's like a map of Melbourne and each of the areas is like a different. It's like Sean Cody is 
South Yarra or something like that. Yeah, and it's like Raw Fuck Club is like <laughs> Abbotsford or something yeah. like that. Um, Treasure <laughs> Island Media. Mm. Uh, I do like Treasure Island Media suck. I'll bet you do. Sorry, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like Treasure Island Media sub thing. It's like Tim Suck. Tim Suck? Who's Tim <laughs> Suck? Like Treasure like Island Tim Media, Tales? but just like the sucking videos. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> Well, like, okay, Sean Cody, the when they like would do the sucking, would be like very like. You can tell they don't actually like it. Yeah, no one does. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> but like Tim suck, they're gagging on it. Oh, you're gagging <laughs> for it. Gagging for it. <laughs> I mean, it's in the name. You'd hope so. <laughs> do you think it's going to be enough? Like, if if. The world ends yeah. and everyone's like, well, which Tim Suck video are we watching tonight? <laughs> no, no, I'm not suggesting we save Tim Suck. I'm just saying I like Tim Suck, but that's okay. okay. We can we can lose that. Mm. But we could have t- Tim, Treasure Island Media. Treasure that's an option. Is it like pirate themed? Is that what I'm missing? <laughs> why, why are we going to Treasure Island? It's very like not like, I don't know. Like hook, hook. Hand. No, it's. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't know how to explain it. It's more like. Drag race down under promo. <laughs> <laughs> like, not as model-esque. Yeah. Like, right? real They're, people. Yeah, yeah more it's real It's more real and it's very filthy. Yes. It's, it's like, you know, like, a video of, like, a guy having, like, a, a like icy pole shoved up his ass, but the icy pole <laughs> is, like, 40 loads. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like that. <laughs> Oh my god! That uh, just made me think of um, that oh hookup I went to with <laughs> this guy, who we all know, but I'm not going to say who it was. I can tell you later. Oh, I might have already told you both this. Same will be, but but um, it was like getting really hot and heavy. <laughs> I was like really into it. He was older, and I was having like the daddy fantasy and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And I know what you're talking about. I think so. And then he. Was like, do you want to have one of my ice cubes? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and he then explained to me that he had like filled up the ice cube tray in his freezer with his cum oh. and wanted to know if I wanted to suck on one of them while we were doing the other <laughs> stuff. And I I think that's maybe when the hookup ended. That, that was oh. it. Well, like, I might have finished it off, but I wasn't, like, in the... Your body left... Your mind left your body. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I have a few questions regarding the filling up of a whole ice tray. (laughs) Do you think he cut the cum with, like, a binding agent? (laughs) As, like, you know, a bit of water, like, watered down? Or do you think he just, like, waited until Mm. he had enough to do the whole thing. I reckon every time, yeah, I reckon like every time he jerks off, he like does it into the ice cube tray and just like fills it up. When Mm. you were hooking up, did you look down and find a silicon mould, like ice cube tray? (laughs) (laughs) Ready to collect any um... (laughs) No, unfortunately. Mm. I feel like maybe it's it's his sacred time. That's him. That's for him. You're not in the ice tray. Yeah. (laughs) Also, as the weeks go on, and we get more and more contact from our beautiful listeners. That's you. Um, it does dawn on me that we're really painting a horrid picture of gay men. 
and oh. the fucked up things that we do. But it's just reality. Oh, yeah. But it's a crushing reality for a lot of straight people that don't know. <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean you're in a, what was it? Did you say open relationship? You're like, yes, I when... sucked on his cum cube. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when you sign up to be an ally, this is what you're signing up for, That's darling. That's right. You voted yes, and now look at us. <laughs> <laughs> what about a look-in for old school magazine? Yeah. Because that's quite cab. I feel like there was more production value in an old Playboy mm. magazine. There was the soft, gauzy lighting. Like, let's not pretend that it's giving you the same experience as video, though. Yeah. No. But when I was... Very like 12, 13, mm. I found a Playboy magazine mm. and it was so illicit because it was like, <gasps> <gasps> like this was like, I had not at all seen any pornography ever. Oh. And this was like the one. And I remember so distinctly, there was a scene that was like a centerfold and then like a few other scenes that were like hot air balloon themed. <laughs> Amazing. And it was like a set with like a sky backdrop and then like two women and a guy in the basket of a hot air balloon, <laughs> like with his dick out. And they were like, <gasps> anyway, so, I was, <laughs> but I was like so terrified of this existing and having this. So each time, like I would get scared about it being discovered, I would like try and make it smaller. So it started by just ripping out those pages and I was like, I can take those pages and fold them up quite small and hide them away. Mm. And no one will know. Wait, where did it come from in the first place? Well, I found it in my home. Oh. Illicit oh. materials. <laughs> um, then as that went on, I was like, oh, my God. Well, I'll make it smaller. So then I just ripped out the man. And I was like, oh, yes. Until it just got to the cop. Until it was just... <laughs> This tiny little picture of the dick that I'd like pull oh, out. Actually. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, there it is. And it was so, like, how much can you atomize down your sex oh until you're God. like, like, you know, with a video, you could be like, just three pixels, please. Like, I'll remember the rest. Wow. Yeah. So I had like a tiny little shred of like a folded, unfolded <laughs> cock. <laughs> wow Well there's no shame in the bunker so Well maybe just that <laughs> <laughs> You get your time with the shred today <laughs> With the balloon dude. Yeah you can see a little bit of like Wicker basket in the background of the cock <laughs> That's quite camp uh, up in that, a way. It does explain a lot of my like sexuality <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, let's hook up, but what backdrop are we putting up first? Bring out the sky backdrop. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh, God. I mean, there's endless small businesses that we could promote. Mm -hmm. You know, Bentley Race. Um, <laughs> oh, true. That's a Melbourne one, isn't it? Yes. Oh. That is too much for me because there are so many people on there that I've had sex with. <laughs> Brag about it. <laughs> no, but like you go through the archive and you're like, oh, yeah, there he is. It could happen to you too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the one All Australian Boys? Yeah. That's filmed on the GC. Yeah. <gasps> and like I remember I used to look at it back in the day mm. and my like very close family friend was on there and oh. if if that had gotten out, oh. 
it would have been the biggest drama to hit the GC that <gasps> decade. Incredible. But somehow I kept it to myself. Until now, name and shame. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not do that. He has a family now. <laughs> I wonder if it's still up there. <gasps> if not, it'll be on Pornhub or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's no escape. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know who we should go with. Like what? Maybe like the tiny picture. Maybe we just put the bus. Maybe the we just put the bus. minivan. Yeah, <laughs> as like a memento to pornography. <laughs> a gorgeous statue to represent yeah. all porn. Well, yeah. do, here's the other thing about porn: is that like porn used to be like a very specific, off to the side niche in reality, mm. and now everyone you know is a porn star. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, like I think that that's what I'd like for the bunker: is everyone's a porn star. Well, you could have the bait bus like in there mm. and that could be like the designated area where you go to like fuck yeah and make porn <laughs> well yeah. it could be like a channel 31 like you put yeah. in like a fun application everyone gets a turn to learn about how to do production um at this point in time we have not let very many men into the bunker is Romeo Beckham the only man in the bunker <laughs> well you could put the um what's his face the gremlin was it Gremlin? Oh. We'll put the Gremlin in the bunker. Like in the bait bus, but he can't come out of the... <laughs> no, he is just there to get it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Crystal has to be there too, then. <laughs> oh, yes. You? Slow day, Crystal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, quick tangent on the the OnlyFans of it all. Yeah. Mm. The weird phenomenon now of having people that do OnlyFans who are like not willing to like go the full whole hog of like now having sex as part of their OnlyFans. <clears throat> they're just doing masturbation. Yeah. And they're like, okay, it's just going to be masturbation. But like the thing that happens is like the thing that happens to any TV show is that like they have to keep figuring out new plot twists and ways of like <laughs> doing the storyline to keep people watching over the many months, you yeah. know, like lost yeah. or whatever. It's like lost season four, <laughs> things get weird. So like their solution to that is like, well, I've got to entertain my patrons, but they've already seen me jerk off in my misc white modernist Ikea house like 10 times. Yeah. So now I'm going to like put my dick in an outfit. Have you noticed this where they're like, it's St. Patrick's Day. Now I've got a St. Patrick's Day dick. And then like, <laughs> oh, it's Christmas. Now I'm wearing a Santa hat. Like they just try on different outfits because oh they're God. not going to get more like sexually, sexually adventurous, but mm. they'll just be like, but what if I try different looks? Mm. I think that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, otherwise, in- the only way is for them to actually have sex with other people. Yeah. Mm. You know, in the bunker, there's only four costumes that are going on that dick. <laughs> 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 and that's it. I'm going to say right now, line in the sand, you can't use the witch one. No. <laughs> or your freaky, sexy no. behavior. That's already been stretched out by the Meg. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well... Okay, well, that's... I'm, I'm happy with that decision. I'm, I'm happy yeah. with that, yeah. So we're wheeling in the bait bus. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Sex gremlin oh. in the back. Hmm. Someone remembered to feed him. And <laughs> Crystal... Uh, Crystal has to take care of sex gremlin. Is Crystal... Yeah. And Crystal's allowed out. Yeah, Crystal can yeah, do she's, she gotta, she's gotta go and try to lure Romeo in. <laughs> yeah, true. You know, that's her job. <laughs> um, Crystal, the, stop asking. <laughs> the other thing, just quickly, just to haunt straight people, is that hopefully you both know this, but like, you know, that porn, I don't know, I suppose it's like bait bus or whatever, but it's like in. <laughs> 
Argentina or somewhere and it's like a sauna room. <laughs> but like all the bottoms are just there, like built into the walls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yes, and then the videos are just like guys just coming in and just like using whichever hole they want. Mm. Um and then sometimes <laughs> above the holes where it's just like a hole but it's just like a person's leg sticking out with like a accessible butt. <laughs> There'll be like a framed picture of like the person's face above it. <laughs> That's good. It's like Yochi. <laughs> like, you know yes. It's like, oh, like... mango mantra. <laughs> Yum. Tonight, I just want a classic, just coconut for me. Yeah, there it is. Oh, yeah. The irony is at the Melbourne sauna, Wet on Wellington, mm-hmm. there are like, so for those not in the know, a, a sex on premises site where there's like spas and a pool and upstairs there's like a sexy maze, like a laser tag, but for dick. <laughs> yeah. And you like wander around and there's like, like lockable little areas and things like that. Mm. But downstairs there's a whole theater and in the theater, they don't play hardcore porn. They don't play, <laughs> you know, Tim sucks. They don't play <laughs> bait bus. They play movies, just straight up movies. And you will have men who are like geeing out <laughs> In a towel, watching Sweet Home Alabama at three in the morning, and you wander in there, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Like I have walked in there at this theater, at this sex on premises, sexy, and the music is like, and then you come into this room, and they're watching Shrek too. Oh my god! And it's really cold in there as well. Yes, like you got to like take your towel off. And then use it as a little blanket. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Can I tell you truly? I have never been in that room because of all of the rooms in that venue. It's the most intimidating. It's true. Why? Because it's like it's very like more like inviting to to have a conversation or something. Oh, like because it's not like the the cruising. Like <laughs> it's like the hey mate, sweet home yeah. Alabama. Oh and I didn't know until the last time I went there actually. That behind that room, there's another room <gasps> with a pool table. What? <laughs> yes. Which is like joined to the bar. Uh, uh, hmm. What? That is amazing. It just keeps going. <gasps> oh, well. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. Wet on Wellington. You just, you give and you give. And you <laughs> anyway, if, I would love it if someone curated a film festival there. That'd be so fun. Uh, yeah. Well, what quality entertainment? <laughs> The bait bus literally is in. Mm-hmm. And we'll be right back for segment number two. Bye-bye. And welcome back, everyone. Hope you enjoyed your break. Our next topic for discussion is which Spice Girl... <laughs> Gets to go into the bunker. Now, we used to be in a girl group together. Yes. So now we get to judge the ultimate girl group. Yes. <laughs> now, oh, also, it goes without saying that Benign is like our celestial goddess. She's up there with us. Yeah. You know. She yeah. just comes in. For, you know, she's a ring in for the weekends when the decisions are too hard to make. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, like, you don't get a spot in the bunker, but that's because you're beyond it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, just putting that out there for the law. I'm already in the clouds above. Correct. Take me up there. Mm. Take me to the clouds above. Well, okay. Any opening thoughts? I feel like you both... Victoria Beckham. Yeah, I feel like you both already have your minds made up. There's 
some layers there because mm. Romeo's in the bunker. Oh. Um, and I think that's kind of weird. Yeah, we don't want them to, like, if Ooh. they can't have family. If, let me tell you, if we bring Victoria, <laughs> if we bring Victoria in, she is not going to let Romeo fuck the redhead <laughs> in the bait bus. She's going to be like, Romeo, what are you, you doing? I did get a message from my dear friend Tristan who was like, so I finally listened to whatever you're fucking doing. Yeah. Because I'm supportive, but also what? Yeah. And he was like, it was great. I was having a great old laugh. And then you slandered Victoria Beckham <laughs> on the pod. And I will not be forgiving you anytime soon. <gasps> we mm. love Victoria. Yeah, I do love Victoria. I think oh, my she God. She's great. Yeah. AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> um, I just don't think she would be very fun or entertaining. I feel like if you're going to bring a Spice Girl, like you got to use, you know, they're entertainers. We want to be entertained by one of them, right? Like one of them could do little shows. (laughs) (laughs) Halftime at the Oceanarium. Oh my God. Uh, Can I also, let's just get this out the way. Obviously Emma Bunton is not getting in the (laughs) No. Why not? Oh. Oh, you want to bring what? what? There is a case to be made for Emma Bunton. Really? Because she... Could survive just off little baby food. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, ew, she's not in. Do you no. know this though? When Emma Bunton was brought in as the last Spice Girl to the boot camp they were having at that house where yes. they all started. Yes. She arrived on the train station with her mum and she legitimately was eating baby food. <laughs> and she did that all the time. Is that why she was baby spice? I think so. Oh. And it was like, do you know why she's I'm baby just spice? A little baby. Just as creepy as you thought. And then I was talking to my friend about this and she was like, actually, there was like a weird thing where girls just did that. She was like, when I was in high school, girls would like bring baby food purees to oh. school in those little jars and just eat it. What? It was like starving for the formal I think, vibes. I, yeah. I think it was like very like ED, but made cute. Wow. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with like um, like stewed apples. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good pudding, but <laughs> but not baby food. See, that's why she's not getting in the bunker. <laughs> Absolutely not. So anyway, just wanted to get that out of the way. Okay. Well, mm. but I'm here with your best shot. I reckon sporty. You're going Mel C. Yeah, Mel C. Like, cause she's like bringing the queer energy. Well, she's not, though. I know, but she's bringing the queer energy. Well, it depends because <laughs> Mel B and Ginger actually were queer. Oh, that's true. In the band days. And hookin' up and fookin'. Mm. But the thing about it, and I know far too much about this because I listened to Celebrity Memoir Book Club where they've done every Spice Girl except for Emma Bunton because she mm. has not released a memoir. Well, what was she talking about? <laughs> Pigtails? Leave. Emma <laughs> Emma Bonton. She's like the unproblematic girl. (laughs) Yeah, that's why she's boring. But they did Mel C's autobiography and boy, oh boy, that is one boring person. Really? Oh, yeah. And she's even like discusses it in the autobiography. She's like, I've always been scared that I'm the most boring. And and I just feel so insecure around the other girls or whatever that was. And then... um, Oh, yeah. I always took her as like that she'd be a massive ruffle to hang out with. No, I think that's Mel B mm. who has the most fucked up autobiography and only like 10% of it is about the Spice Girls. Mm. True. Because she like had super dark, abusive relationships and then mm. 
really scary shit. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine having a good lull with her. Oh, yeah. Mel B is good. But also our favourite Tori, Ginger Spice. (laughs) 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 No, Ginger's disappointing, but she, Jerry is like genuinely a cookerella. Like she's got insane cooked energy. (laughs) Um, And if you ever want a treat on YouTube, you can go and watch Jerry the documentary that was released after she left the Spice Girls. So depressing. That was before she started the yoga empire. Oh, my God. (laughs) The parallels with bananas too much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so no, Victoria. No to baby. Yes. No to sporty. Maybe it has to be Mel B. I think if it's not Victoria, it has to be Mel B. Okay. Yeah. She can also sing. As a plus. She Ish. can. Yeah. She can do the little show. What's yeah. that song you love by Mel Mel B? For, um, for once in my life. So Mel B released like one single. Yeah, I was yeah. just about to say like Mel B has songs. She's not a good singer. Oh, I would absolutely have forced you to watch that music video once. She's like walking <laughs> down the street and she like takes her clothes off and turns into a different person. And then she makes out with herself at like a house party that's full of 20 year olds. Oh. Oh my God. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> I think no Jerry. Yeah. Like I like I, I, I Jerry is my favorite, mm. but for the wrong reasons. And I, I see that as a flaw in, inside myself that doesn't need to spread to the bunker. Oh Yeah. But, um, like, I don't know. She's so cooked. <laughs> like, before the Spice Girls, she was, like, go-go dancing and, like, DJing in Mykonos. And, like, then she was a bit older and got into the Spice Girls and really, like, was like, ah, we're going to be stars, girls. intense. <laughs> and then her being this, like, massive bogan bitch and then transitioning into being, like, but I'm a proper regal British woman. Yeah, what's that all about? Is so like funny. Like, <laughs> what a transition! Mm. Oh my God, they've all done it actually. Because VB is also like trash bag, mm. but in like with most respect, but like has a reposi- trash bag at the coronation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah. she has completely managed to retcon her entire vibe into being like. And the elite of British culture yeah. and fashion, mm. which is fab. Maybe uh. it does need to be VB. Well, I think Benai should pick. I already said no to VB. No. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you make me keep saying it? Well, what, okay, but what if we um, <laughs> what if we put some terms and conditions around it? They're not allowed to talk to each other. Separate rooms. Yeah. Separate, no, separate wings. And, <laughs> the, and then they're not allowed to, um, like, they, they're kept apart. Yeah, there's like a, a glass screen like mm. so they can see each other but they're like longing <gasps> they romeo and juliet between the oceanarium mm. <laughs> yeah except not in a romantic way <laughs> <laughs> well it's a long eternity in the bunker <laughs> the moon. Absolutely. Ew, no i don't want that i didn't she's not in it see it's already getting too weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're making i it knew weird. it i think we should go with mel b Okay. Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 I feel like all the other options, there was like something off about it, but (laughs) we didn't seem to find... Oh, there's nothing wrong with Mel B. Not a thing. (laughs) Oh, well, you did say she couldn't sing. No, I said she can sing. I said that she can't sing. Oh. 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 What? But she she has all the best bits in the songs. She does good, like... The little, like... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, well, they're fun, but yeah. they're not singing. True. <laughs> like, she's fine. She just says things and does things. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm happy with Mel B. Friggin' great. Mel B! Yay. Yeah, we'll be right back. For once in my life, I'm gonna let go. And we're back. So... As a special treat, we've let our guest, our fellow celestial being, decide upon the third topic for discussion. Girl, take it away. What are we discussing? Are we going to keep conspiracy theories? Ooh, which oh, one? Yeah, Wait. like, well, maybe we should take one because it's always good to have a conspiracy theory around yeah. so that everyone can talk about. How stupid it is. Well, we need or something to discuss when we're high. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, Crystal will be agreeing with whatever <laughs> conspiracy theory it is. Crystal has a fucking law degree. Leave her alone. Oh, she's that kind of Crystal. She's that yeah, kind of Crystal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, no, you go first. You go first. What conspiracy theory I want in the bunker? Yeah. So we've got the classics, obviously UFOs, which everyone talks about now. And I just like, shut up, boo. Yeah. How has it become like... Real now. What's not? I know, but you know how, like, people that usually aren't interested in conspiracy theories, like, even they are like, it's guys, it's real. Guys, the New York Times reported that aliens are real. And I'm like, well, that's not what they said. (laughs) So let's look into this one just a second more, please. But, like, they also found bacteria on Mars. So, like, aliens are real. (laughs) And it's not very interesting. Well, aliens could be real, but I don't know if they've actually fucking come and crashed landed here. No, that's no. no. Then there's the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, Chupacabra. None of that interests me. Wrong. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you know what conspiracy theory I really like? It has the exact flavor that I want for my conspiracy theory, Mm. which is that Avril Lavigne... (laughs) 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 ...died... Committed suicide or was killed by her management and then replaced with an actress Mm. that I don't know what her name is, Tanya or something. I can't remember. I haven't really, (laughs) I have a very surface level understanding of this one, but I love it. And then you can tell because, you know, things have started to change about Avril. And then anytime something comes up about Avril Lavigne, people are like, see how fucking boring she is now? It must be this conspiracy. <laughs> She's been replaced by an evil girl. Um, that's a great flavor for a conspiracy theory. But that is a good one. That if we can good. find a way to patch over the fact that you were just never that interesting to begin with, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> guys, it's not an evil twin. She's just Canadian. Let her. <laughs> oh well, did God. you hear the one about how, like, you know, how Lizzie, Queen Lizzie died? Last year? Yeah. No, but like, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that she was already dead for years and yeah. she had a body double. <gasps> oh. Mm. But, like, I don't understand what the point of that would have been. No. So they could get everything in line. Like, she died too suddenly and they had to, like, <laughs> set up the whole... Yeah. Did a bad job of that then. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it weird that she's just, like gone now do you remember for like years everyone's like oh she's not got long left (laughs) (laughs) and now she's just yeah what do you think the age is where people stop feeling sad when you die 
Mm. Like, you know how people are like, oh, well, they had a good good run. Yeah. Is that like, <laughs> I don't want anyone to say that even if I die when I'm 95. I'm like, fuck off, I had a good run. I could have done five more. I think it's after 100 because in your 90s, what? it's all like... She oh, they got to almost made it. Yeah, but true. not when you're like 88. They're still like, oh, I had a good run. I think, I think mm. 80s, 80s. I think people are creeping it up as it goes because mm. now it's like, I don't know, the retirement age is being pushed up. So I think, and people are living longer. Well, what's mm. the? It's like 83 or something. The life expectancy, right? Yeah, something like that. I think 80s is like humble. 80s is like appropriate. Everyone is expecting it's you to die in your eighties. To die, <laughs> yes, but in the nineties, it's like yeah, that's God. a bit like show offy. Yeah, one, it's like relax, <laughs> <laughs> and and two, it's like God, you could break at any moment. That's quite an <laughs> inconvenience for me <laughs> to be on constant death watch from everyone around you. Oh my god! And then you didn't make it to a hundred. Yeah. Well, and who are you going to get a letter from now? Not the queen. <laughs> oh, if I got a letter from the king, that would put me in the grave. <laughs> Boo! King's I, birthday. Ugh. Anyway. If people start being like, "Well, you had a good run," I'm I'm done. Mm. I'm like I'm on the cutoff age where they're still like, oh, "Gone too soon." I want that because <laughs> I don't want. A boring funeral where everyone's like, fly with the angels. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is, we've come full circle to drag. It's like you got off before anyone was like, you know, oh, she's still growing. <laughs> <laughs> no, a few people said that. <laughs> Actually, the other day I saw someone standing around. There was like a wig caught in a tree and someone said, oh, but I'm still going. <laughs> My conspiracy choice is, which you brushed over so quickly, <laughs> is the Loch Ness Monster. Ooh, it's so <laughs> cool. That image, that haunting image. I remember watching like documentaries growing up about like sending, you know, like submarines in with sonar to try to find it and like map the floor of the, oh, it's so cool. I just remembered like that made me think of, so my sister was living in Scotland when I was 16 and we went to visit her and um, we went to Loch Ness and I was like. You've been to Loch Ness? Yeah. And you know, when you're, when you're like younger, things like that are so like, it's like, I remember like seeing the Eiffel Tower for the first time and being like, oh my God. Like I was like at Loch Ness and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And yeah. I like got a bottle of water and filled it up with water from Loch Ness. And then I took it all the way home with me to Australia. And I think about that sometimes. I'm like, how the fuck did I get that into Australia? Quarantine matters, benign girl. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? But like, how did they not? find that yeah what year was that that would have been 2006 mm. so it was post you know what mm. dancing with the stars season one <laughs> <laughs> do you remember what happened with the water i had it for so long and i was always like i've got to keep this like it's going to be worth something one day <laughs> <laughs> and then it must have been when i first left home or something I was like, what the fuck am I doing with this bottle of water? And I just got rid of it. I just oh. tipped it into an open aquaculture. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Loch Ness Monster is so cool. There was also a film in the 90s that was like... Nessie. 
uh, yeah, Loch Ness movie about um, a daughter that's having trouble connecting with her father since the death of her mother. I keep telling these stories. And they uh, have just moved to Scotland and they're American and she meets the Loch Ness monster and it's a horse girl movie but with Loch Ness. Oh, see, that's great. That's cute. Yeah. Um, she's not in, but the monster can be in. I think the Loch Ness has a bit of an identity crisis. Am I meant to be scared or am I meant to be like, cute oh <laughs> i thought that was going somewhere else like is it a plesiosaurus is it what is it like yeah <laughs> so like what's the vibe like am i no, meant to be because think... bigfoot is like be scared <laughs> yeah no i think Loch Ness Mons- is like smiling on a t-shirt wearing a like yeah mm. i don't think Loch Ness monster is scary so is it right? like happy like jolly friend of the scots yeah i think it's like that um <laughs> jolly friend of the wait scots. no it's it like it's a monster. Like it eats you if you get <laughs> it's in the neck. caught in the water, right? No, I think monster is like. Don't call me a monster. <laughs> you know? Don't call me a swamp hog. <laughs> you think it's like that? You know the never-ending story, like that giant, the luck dragon. Yeah. No, I think that's the issue. I think the branding oh, is cool. off. I don't think the Loch Ness has known who she is for a long time, and I just <laughs> I don't think it's like a solid enough journey. To be in the bunker. And I think fake Avril Lavigne, much more chic. Because I know what she wants and I know what she's there for. <laughs> she wants to live forever. She does and she wants to suck the blood of the other popstresses. Okay, I concede. Like, also, I've got the Meg, so that's pretty good. But I just want the photo. I want that Loch Ness photo to come in. How big? Small. We'll have it as big as the photo of the single dick. <laughs> okay, perfect. That's coming in as well, obviously. <laughs> well, yes, we can. S- yeah. Oh, I think both should be in the rearview mirror of the bait bus. Dude. <laughs> yeah. No. What the Loch Ness monster photo and that the- tiny hot air balloon oh, dick. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. But I think that you're putting too much into. The- I think you're excited about the base bus bus being there. Yeah. And I think you're neglecting, you know, building out the infrastructure of the bunker. We <laughs> will need a, a library, and I think our first two pieces in the library will just be those two scraps <laughs> of paper hung on a shelf. Oh, you know what I like about a library? We can have a library if it has one of those like on wheels. Um, ladders on the walls. Yes. That's cool. And we'll put those two mm. shreds of paper very up high. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they're secrets. And um, <laughs> and Crystal will do, she'll be the librarian from time to time. And um, you can rent it out, but you have to get a library card and you can rent out <gasps> either the picture of the Loch Ness Monster or the single tiny image of the dick. Library cards in the bunker. <laughs> yeah. This is a lot of things being added into the bunker. Well, yeah. this is contextualization, please, for the things we are allowing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so are we happy with <laughs> Avril's body double? <laughs> oh, well, I think nine. so. Yeah, what are you? What? What's your conspiracy theory? You said yeah. your father has some good good ones? Oh, he has so many. <laughs> um, do you know the story about Dan Andrews, the premier of Victoria, why he was in hospital. Well, there was that night at the NGV where you both abused him. (laughs) (laughs) That time or another time? Oh, no. (laughs) No, like, so. Oh, where he like fell at a restaurant or something. He fell down the steps at his friends. He fell. Well, the conspiracy theory goes that. So it was at, Lindsay Fox, owner of the Fox Company, I think it's called. You're Those passing trucks. another Fox? Yeah, that one. Yeah. His son's house, I think. 
And apparently, according to the conspiracy, Daniel Andrews is a massive, like, perv. He was hitting on Lindsay Fox's daughter, apparently. And sidebar, they were all, like, coked up. Allegedly. Apparently, in the conspiracy. And then he got punched in the face. (gasps) And that's why he was in hospital. And that's why he didn't show his face to the cameras for weeks and weeks. Because he was being a perv. Yeah, and got punched. He didn't fall down the stairs. He got punched <laughs> by the stairs. And, and like, uh, this did come from my dad. And then another part of that, the video, the other part is that he's a massive cokehead. And that there's, like, videos of him doing press conferences and you can, like, see him. Have you seen those videos? It's so ridiculous. Mm. See him, like, snorting cocaine. <laughs> As what? he's about to do the press conference. That's just Amelburn on his nostril. <laughs> Leave him alone. You've got to see these videos. If anyone hasn't seen them, look them up. It's very funny. Because these conspiracy theorists, like, they'll go to, like, they'll be like, look, he's sniffing coke. And it's like, is he? <laughs> also, it's like, good work on your conspiracy theory. Like, people with lots of money do coke from time to time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I might never recover. Like, Live what? on TV, yeah. <gasps> So, yeah, in uh. what form would that come into the bunker? Just like a long line of coke and then like <laughs> Dan Andrews. <laughs> Conspiracy theories is just like an idea that follows us into the bunker, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because if we're only allowing one conspiracy theory in, does that mean like when you enter the bunker, like the potential to come up with a conspiracy theory or bring in any in your mind is you're deprived of that ability? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you get like that um, men in black, like zap yeah. thing when you come in and you only remember one conspiracy yeah. theory. Actually, men in black is another conspiracy theory. What? Yeah, that was that started as a conspiracy theory. What do you mean? It was that like there were these mysterious men in black suits who would show <laughs> up around sightings of like aliens. What? Oh. Yeah. Galaxy Defenders. Well, and that's where the comic book came from. Yeah. And it's just like, ooh, men in suits coming and doing things. Mm. They're called Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> and occasionally they have backpacks. <laughs> I got visited by the Mormons. Did I tell you that? <gasps> At Chop Shop? Yeah. <gasps> what did they say? They came in and like, well, I mean, I did invite them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, well, they have to be asked if they... <laughs> no, I was like, I had to get a free item from Facebook for a competition. <laughs> okay, like so a... you need to give a bit more context in that. Okay, so like there's a group of us that do the Taskmaster, if you know the show. Um, one of my friends is like obsessed with the show and so he makes this competition for all of us. And anyway, it goes for ages. We do a bazillion different tasks and you all get points and someone's the winner at the end. And the last task that we had to do was get the most interesting free item from Facebook Marketplace and I found the Book of Mormon (gasps) on Facebook Marketplace and I was like, this is amazing. I'm so going to win this one. Mm. And then to actually get it, they had to come and deliver it to me. (gasps) Is that what they do? That's how they get you. And it was legit. Like it was like two young white American boys dressed with the like ties on and the little elder badges and stuff. And they were so like 
lovely when they came in while I was working and they sat there so patiently while I finished with my client. And then they were like, so Nick, would you like to come and read with us at the park sometime? And I was like, oh, I feel really bad now. And did you go? No. Did they say anything else? Did they try and push the vibe? No, like a little bit. But then I was like, oh, thanks. I got to go back to work now. And then they um they did a follow-up text like a week later and I just didn't reply. Oh, the text. <laughs> That's oh. fine. Just like the Melbourne Social Health Clinic. Mm. <laughs> a little text a week Well, they don't later. want to text me because I'm not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't believe they were... It was like seeing, it was like movie stars walking into the shop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like the real deal, the Mormons. Yeah, it's wow. kind of like when you see Catwoman at Warner Brothers Movie World. <laughs> it's like <laughs> almost. Or like Maleficent and, she, you know, <laughs> she walks past her and says, stay away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is, side no, that is like my dream job, like being dressed up at a theme park as a villain and just getting to like <laughs> swat around being like away with you <laughs> to like little children and they go ah! okay. well that's incredible so we're gonna say into the bunker go fake avril yeah like the fake avril or oh, the idea yeah. of fake avril. well okay here's the, yeah i think it's <laughs> gonna be you can't have one without the other it's gotta be True. both but yeah i think fake avril is only occasionally cited <laughs> like I think to keep the conspiracy going <laughs> True. And to everyone in the bunker we say Avril Lavigne's in the bunker Yeah, 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 yeah But it's fake Avril And then someone starts having a little whisper Yeah yeah. Just I heard yeah. that That's not even real fake Avril mm. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent Okay Incredible Now Benign Girl, we're going to give you one <gasps> free bee Something to place into the bunker before we finish the show. Yeah. You can add whatever you want without our input, without us to our say so. And this will be your lasting legacy from this episode of <laughs> Death to Everyone in the Bunker. But you just have to decide now. Yeah. It okay, could well, be an object. It could be a person. It could be a concept. My greatest pleasure in life mm. is waiting for my toenails to grow out until there's like a big white chunk and then like some black underneath. <laughs> and then you get your <laughs> you get your toenail clippers and you like it's so satisfying when like the biggest chunk comes off. And so I would throw toenail clippers into the bunker to bestow that pleasure <sighs> on everyone for the rest of eternity. Wow. You know what? Sometimes I forget what a twisted individual you are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel you could have just said toenail clippers. (laughs) (laughs) But like people don't get it. They're like, what? Why? And I'm like, and then you explain that and they walk away. (laughs) I do like, you know, like toenail clippers, how they come with like the little nail file slash hook. Yes. You spin out that little hook. And that's when you get the black stuff out after. Underneath. Mm. That little hook is great. But best to do it after a shower so Mm. that it's moist and you're not drawing any blood. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that contribution (laughs) and for joining us here today on Death to Everyone. It was a pleasure. Yes. Yes. It had to be you. You had to be our first guest on the pod. Thank you so much, sisters. And you can come back anytime that we decide you can. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime that you're invited. (laughs) 
And that about rounds it out. Let's take it on home, Zelda yeah. Moon. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next Mama. week. Death to Everyone was recorded at Natural Habitat Studios by Matthew Shears. Our theme and music was provided by Edie Centric and Angus Leslie. You can contact us at deathtoeveryonepod at gmail.com. And subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash death to everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Don't call me a swamp hog.